Hello, everyone. I'm Rachel Zabonek-Chonko, and welcome to the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. The following conversation features Derek Gallup, the Global Executive Vice President of Fitness for UFC Gym, on the topic of recovery. We talk about why the UFC Gym brand has invested in recovery through the creation of a National Recovery Director position, where this trend is headed, the ins and outs of cryotherapy, and much more. You'll find Derek's passion and energy is certainly contagious. Enjoy. Hello. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Doing great. Yeah? Yeah. You been doing anything fun lately for summer? I Well, my son's home from college and so we are i'm get i i got into spartan last year as uh i i always feel like that, you know i'm one of my i read this book uh younger next year and one of the key things out of that was to do something challenging for yourself you've never done before so last year was my spartan race and i loved it okay. and so now my son and i are training for one and saturday we're doing it together at angels uh anaheim angel stadium that's really cool i've always yeah. wanted to do one of those races they're really so you know what we did and i was as this actually one of my one of my answers for your later questions that i kind of written down but uh we we took all of the obstacles that are going to be in there and we kind of set it up a mock uh op, uh spartan race inside the gym and we we had the most we had such a fun workout like my son got done at the end of it and said that was one of the most fun trainings he's ever done he's 20 years old and he had a blast that's awesome yeah yeah well um so i'm actually pregnant with a boy <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, I think I last year. The first, I saw, right? Yeah, this is my first. Oh, yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. So my husband and I are expecting um, him in December. So okay. about halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. Early December or early December. Yeah. December 11th. This was, this was the big debate with with my son because he was supposed to be born like, and it, it was going to be a plan C section because my daughter was a C. So it was plan C. And we kind of did. The, determined date and he was supposed to come like right around Christmas. And my wife's like, oh, I don't want a Christmas baby because he's going to get, you know, he'll get gypped on the gifts and everything. Yes. And I was like, it sure would be nice to get that tax break. <laughs> so I, I lost that battle. And so he's, he's a January 4th baby. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see. I mean, you just never know. So yeah, you know, you know, they're on their schedule. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's funny. Um, I was going to ask you too. Have you listened to any good episodes of the Huberman Lab podcast lately? I so I listen. I didn't listen to this week's because I kind of flipped back and forth between the podcasts and books. But you know the one that was it was kind of a recap of a lot of things, but it was interesting. The one where he kind of went through uh, all of the different, like you know, raising dopamine and adrenaline, yeah. and then and uh, elements for sleep. And so I, I just I, I'm always fascinated by. It. I'm trying to think of there was one particular one that I listened to lately that really got me. I, I just, it was nice to kind of hear the recap and the refresh. Okay. Morning light, you know, sun, yep. sunset light, uh, cold. Um, you know, I've changed my nutritional supplements based on the Andy Galpin one. Did I tell you okay. that? No, you didn't. So my pre-workout's always been, I'm, you know, I've worked with Neil Spruce pretty much since I started in the industry. So I'm big on dot fit, but you know, my pre-workout NO7 creatine aminos, but then I added in based on Andy Galpin baking soda. Okay. So quarter tablespoons, quarter, quarter teaspoons, really tiny, but, uh, it's anti-fatigue. Okay. And, and it's kind of nice because it carbon, it makes a little, you know, I like, I like carbonated drinks. And so it makes it a little bit carbonated and, and it got enough other stuff in there that it hides the sort of salty flavor on it. 
fascinating. So you've noticed a difference since doing that? I'm going to tell you, yes. I just don't know (laughs) if it's psychosomatic or, you know, and it's interesting. I got up this morning and, you know, I run to the gym and it's four miles. It's four miles there, four miles back. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I feel like it. Then I'm like, you know what? I haven't cryoed for a week. I, I'm, I'm going. So I, so cryo is what got me to, to go in today as opposed to nice. kind of anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's a great segue into our topic of discussion okay. today, which yeah. is recovery. So yeah, no, I look forward to talking um, to you about this because you're one of the few, if not only national brands that I know that actually has a national recovery director. Fantastic. So yeah. Talk to me a little bit about why you guys felt that position was important and how invested you are in it. So, you know, we started with our first recovery area and we were calling it kind of recovery corner. Now we've just kind of gone with recovery, but it was in Corona, California in 2018. And we started with uh, cryotherapy with uh, gas cryo. Uh, we partnered with uh, Normatech and Hydromassage. And that was really what we were offering. And, and we just found um, a great gravitation that people really were feeling, they could feel the difference. I think we, we were having to kind of educate people because it was so new and people didn't really know that much about it yet. But um, it became this kind of cool community area. Like people would be hanging out, because, you know, especially in Norma Tech, you're looking for, yeah. you get into conversations and, and then, you know, and they're watching, they're kind of, it'd be interesting also the people going through the first cryo experience. So you kind of help, you know, inspire them to see how long they could go or then, you know, let them know they could do it. And it was great. And, and it really became this, this kind of, additional place in our gym that it was a, a cool kind of after class kind of thing. Typically it was post workout. Uh, even though I know you know, all of the science behind cryo is to do it before, but it just really felt like this kind of cool hangout after classes. And so we knew we were onto something one, just from the fact that, Hey, it's something that's really beneficial from, uh, helping people be read, be prepared for their, their current workout, or their next workout they're going to be coming to, but it also created this other community. So that was what was really the unexpected part of it. You know, there's a great energy when you go in there. And so we did our second location in Torrance. Um, and then that was all we had. And then, and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And during COVID um, we actually, you know, figured out some, some different strategies and we came up with a different brand uh, UFC fit. And so that was where we found, you know, not some of it was 24 hour fitnesses, but some of it was other brand, other clubs that we were building ourselves. But what we found, you know, UFC, the UFC gym and UFC is fantastic. It's a great name for us, but it's also, it's a little bit of the dual edged sword because sometimes it's a little intimidating. I mean, even the yeah. shirt I'm wearing today is you know, it's black and, and red and you've got octagons in the gym. And so, um, and even though, you know, kids can come in and be in the gym as, as they can have their own membership as young as age six which is really awesome for families. I still think there was that a little bit of that feel like, gosh, this is, I have to be, I have to really in shape. It's a gym for fighters. It's a little intimidating. So we did UFC fit and the colors were sort of blue and gray, no octagon, a little bit softer, but we also said recovery is going to be part of the UFC fit brand. Yeah. And so when we did that, and then when we knew that we were, we almost doubled in size through COVID. And so we knew we were adding, every one of these fits was another recovery. And we knew that we needed to have someone to help us kind of captain the the program. And the reason being that we needed that is it's, it's unique, right? It's not, it's, it's different from just the the traditional membership part of things that you do. Um, One, there's, there's uh, the vendors and the equipment and kind of the upkeep. So there's one, we knew we need some of the kind of be our, our conduit with the vendors education and kind of upkeep and everything. 
Um, but it's just, it's a, it's a different type of product in the sense that it needs a lot of education. And we, we felt one of the things that was important was that you'd have uh, someone in charge of it. You, we have a manager in every one of these. And so there's also a big uh, role around uh, recruiting, hiring, training, developing. Um, that was, and it's kind of this repeatability, scalability of what we were doing there. So that's why we felt that, uh, you know, got uh, Jeremy Longwell is our, our director of recovery for, for us. I know you've had some, uh, meeting, some meetings and conversations yeah, with Jeremy. Jeremy's great. Great. And, and, uh, so that, that's kind of where that came from is that we just knew for us to grow the way we want to. And now what we're doing, Rachel is actually some of the UFC gyms, we're going back and retrofitting them with recovery is because it's been such a great addition to the experience um it's a great part of the business for us and it, it's not easy i mean it's it all it is kind of this whole little separate element of the business that you build so there are there are some complexities to running it but it's been really great to have yeah no i do really like that whole thought process too because i think historically the fitness industry has a tendency to kind of just dip their toe in the water in these different areas and not fully support a new profit center or a new offering so by having a national recovery director and all of these other elements, it sounds like you guys are just really um, bought into it and truly trying to make it successful. You know, it's, it, and I hope if you, you can bleep me out of this, if you need to, but I was gonna <laughs> one of the quotes we have from Dana White and all of our, in our gyms is upstairs, usually by where we have the, the break rooms is that uh, US, at UFC gym, we don't do anything half-assed. Yeah. And, and that's just kind of right. We're just like, hey, if we're going to do this, we're going to be all in and we're going to create the experience we want. And we're constantly testing. We're constantly looking at some new uh, different modalities and, and uh, treatments and services that we want to be able to offer members. And so we're going to keep testing and ideally have the, the best possible experience for members, uh, both for the workout and for when they want to come in and, and recover. Or I, I kind of coined the term even pre-cover, right? Because some of it is done before workout and some of it's after. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about consumer expectations and um, if they're really gravitating towards these offerings and looking for a club to, to provide them. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, it typically it's, I don't think it's one of those things where people have this huge drive to just go there on their own. I think you still have to kind of lead them there, explain why the benefit is there. Um, you know, one of the things I look at and, and how you get success and how you get buy-in, and we, we talk about this a lot for the elements of UFC gym and, and recovery is no difference is we, we want our team to be products of the product. So the, the best way that they're going to be able to explain to someone why recovery is important and the elements that we have is that they're utilizing it themselves. And so it, there's nothing better than being able to speak to it from personal experience on it. And so from that, um, we're able, you know, part of the tour is um, at least giving someone a little exposure to uh, cryotherapy, maybe just a minute so they can experience what that's like. Um, if they've got a little extra time, we may put them in Normatech. And it's a, putting, having someone in Normatech is a really great time to talk about someone about their goals and why they're there because they're kind of relaxed and they're not going anywhere. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we, we've, I, there's some members, I love seeing it too, where they do the arms and the legs at the same time. <laughs> and uh, I just, I said, you know, you are really, really trusting of, of us here at, at USC. <laughs> you're, you're just, you're not going, you can't anywhere. go anywhere. <laughs> you got no phone, no ability to do your phone. And it's just, it's just really, it's a great time to have conversation about all the, all the, about their goals and how these kind of things can help them with their goals. Um, but once people kind of get the experience of it and start to understand that 
how they can just very quickly, it doesn't take a lot of time, but you can very quickly implement these uh, recovery modalities into their training plan. It, it really, it, does, it, it sells itself at that point, but it doesn't complete itself because we got we to get them there. We have to educate them, get them the experience, help them understand what they just went through and what they can expect um, to feel immediate and then what they're going to kind of feel long term from each of the different uh, elements that we have there. Yeah. And these offerings are important, right? Because I feel like the fitness industry is, you know, more and more recognizing the importance of treating the whole person holistically and not just the fitness um, hardcore exercise component of it. So I don't, I just feel like it makes sense. Well, you know, it's in that one hour or so, right? However long you do train, you're, you you're kind of, you, you are doing some, you know, whether you're talking about micro tears, you're doing, you're fatiguing, you're doing some elements of damage, I guess you'd say to the body. And we need to, the importance of recovery. And, and again, we, you know, from the things we do from cryotherapy, Normatec, Hydro, we started to add red light um, therapy to what we're doing. Um, but the other part is in addition, we consider nutrition part of recovery too. Mm-hmm. And so we also educate them on, Hey, you know what, here are some great elements for pre and post workout. Um, here's some things that you just want to you know, take every day uh, to make sure I, we kind of talk about nutritional insurance that you can get, you know, uh, nutrients with no calories, nutrients with low calories to really make sure that you're maximizing your workouts, whatever it is. People, people only have so much time and they want to know that when I come into the gym, that I'm going to be getting the best experience there. So part of that is the recovery. And then, you know, our, our coaches help them through maximizing the workout. And the coaches are a lot of the ones who are guiding them into how to incorporate recovery into what they're doing. And again, you mentioned the word, I love the word is this holistic approach to what we're doing from a fitness experience, because, you know, the, the, if a member's injured, they're, they're not going to continue to come back. They're going to slide backwards in how they're doing on their fitness journey. And so it's really important. Whatever we can do to help them um, stay healthy is going to be critical. And, you know, some other services that we offer that, that those are the, the kind of ones that you can kind of uh, with an attendant just sort of do. And then we also offer a lot of table work from, yeah. you know, uh, stretching to cupping to uh, scraping, you know, all, all types of things that uh, we're doing with uh, uh, instrument assisted uh, myofascial release there too. So there's a lot, there's a lot of different elements that we've got going on. Yeah. Very cool. I want to go back to what you were saying about nutrition being a part of recovery. Cause I think that's been one of the hardest areas for gyms to really help members with. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so tell me well, more about what you guys are doing. Yeah, with that. So we, we partner with dot fit and um, in, in there, it's really about understanding the member. And so we go through, you know, medical questionnaire first and making sure that they're, you know, do we, are there any contraindications for anything that we're going to do, knowing what type of workouts and in that fit, we can actually set up the workout too. Um, and then from that, knowing their goals and the types of workouts they are doing, if people want, not everybody wants this, but you can have a menu plan or you can just be saying, Hey, this is kind of roughly the, the caloric expenditure you want to do, but that's, the, it's, it's uh, diet agnostic. It can be any kind of diet that you want to utilize. In addition to that, to maximize that opportunity, we have things where there's, um, Nutrition that can be around pre-workout, again, kind of, I kind of come back to this almost as pre-covery experience, right? This pre-workout elements and making sure that you're getting the best uh, opportunity with your, to maximize your, your experience and workout. And then the post-workout, and that's really around 
you know, what we found is you, 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 the science will tell you you've got kind of that 30 minute window post-workout where your muscles are screaming for glycogen and other nutrients to really get that filled. And so being able to maximize that, I love it through kind of liquid nutrition. Shakes are fantastic, especially with all the great ingredients you can put in there and have it taste fantastic. So that's part of what we incorporate in recovery. And actually in recovery, you'll see a lot of things like um, our whey protein powders, aminos, creatine, things that are going to really help with that recovery in addition to just the the modalities we've got in there is also like there's the important things to do for your body just to make sure you're maximizing the time that you spend in here yeah i think the diet agnostic part is important too because i mean a lot of people are on a different a lot of different diets right now there's a lot of you know keto paleo there's so many things that people are kind of subscribing to so that seems like that would be important it's it's and, and you know it's there's a lot of people subscribing things and there's a lot of people just like, hey, give me some general guidelines on yeah. some things that I can eat healthy. I don't want to, I don't want, if you want, and there's, you know, if you want to track and do all things like track down to the macronutrient level and all stuff, that's fantastic. And we have ability to do that. But most people I find is saying, Hey, help me understand what does a healthy menu look like? And they might get some different ones. And I think there's, if I remember right, which was 11 different if you want to follow like, you know, keto or Mediterranean or whatever it is, there's 11 different styles that you can do in there. Yeah. Um, and it, it's kind of something for everybody to say, Hey, I just want to kind of give me some general ideas of how I should be eating healthier and how should I put together my meals. And, you know, it's, it's interesting that one of the biggest things you find is say for, for most, for, for everybody, what they find is your protein need is one gram per pound of lean body mass. So for most people, how many times you eat a day, getting 20 to 25 grams in each one of your meals is always going to be one of those things we can help you with. And that's a big one on recovery because that's one of the, the most important building blocks for getting recovered yeah. from, your, from your workout is protein. Now you're also going to need the carbs and fats, but a lot of people want to know, hey, how do I get enough protein in there? And what's the right amount to get each time? Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to talk about cryotherapy in particular a little bit more because sure. I think that's one of the... Um, recovery modalities that's um, buzzing the most right now. And that a lot of operators are looking for information on, um, what are tips for offering, um, cryotherapy? How, how, what have you found to be is a key to success for that? So I think, I think one, you got to kind of do your homework and meet with a lot of different vendors and kind of make a decision around which way you want to go from, a um, experience that you want to deliver. You know, there's, there's gas, there's electric. Um, we've got a combination of both and we've been going more to electric, uh, as we go forward, I think there's uh, some, it's, it's easier to operate for sure um, that way. And I just, for me personally, I like the experience of getting all the way in to a chamber yeah. versus kind of, you know, being here. Um, and then for what we have is there's experience where you can kind of wear your headphones and maybe you're having a certain song or you want to listen to something to help you meditate through it, or you just want to listen to a podcast, whatever. It's nice to have that option. Um, we've also, uh, you know, we've been, uh, partnered with, uh, with, uh, CryoBuild and they've got certain colors and, you know, I've, I've kind of tested a lot. And it's interesting, right. That you start with the color and instead of having a timer, your color kind of moves up. I mean, I, I never would have picked this, but it was one of the options that the recovery manager, uh, at USC Jim Huntington beach recommend. She said, go white to blue. I'm like, all right, that's not one I would have picked. Let's try But I like it. Cause you get in and it's kind of it almost feels a little snowy and, the, and the, yeah. the, the, you sort of see the steam in there. And as it goes blue, I like to embrace the cold. So I go blue and it feels almost colder. <laughs> and uh, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's interesting that I know you and I've talked about Huberman podcast. And one, one of the things is that there's two goals that they talk about with cryotherapy or cold therapy, but we'll talk about cryotherapy. 
One is that you want mental fortitude. Mm -hmm. And if you want mental fortitude, you want to go in, you want to, you want to kind of embrace the cold. I'm cold and I'm getting through this. And it kind of makes you mentally stronger. The other is it, it's really interesting. That it can be also for thermogenesis for, for weight loss. And if you can get to where you can kind of embrace the shiver, because shivering is this huge uh, caloric burn that you get when you can actually shiver. And so if you've got that to where maybe it's like, you know what, I'm actually, I, I, I can't force myself to shiver, but I've been pretty close. Um, but if you can get, if you can get the shiver, that's actually one that you can really help with weight loss. And it's just, it's really an, an amazing workout. Shivering's, who knew, but shivering's a great workout as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm going to plug the Huberman lab podcast again for any operators who are really interested in learning about the science behind cold therapy. Cause he does a really great job of kind of breaking down, um, how, why specifically it's beneficial, how it affects the brain, the body. Um, so yeah, that one's super informative. Well, you know, if I raise if I, if I can just say a couple of, you know, for me going into this, right. What I knew about cryotherapy was a lot of the benefits around anti-inflammation and kind of helping mm -hmm. you with recovery and stuff. And so I know you and I've talked a lot about Huberman labs. We love it. So I just, yeah. I became even more um, passionate about cryotherapy through listening to the podcast, because what you find and why I talk to people, if, if warming up for them is not a big deal, it's really great to do a pre-workout because what happens with the cold therapy is you're raising your dopamine levels and dopamine is really the uh, hormone that makes you have drive and, and want motivation, to, right, motivation. And it also uh, increases adrenaline. So two great things to have at the beginning of your workout. So the, the, the only um, challenge for me personally, and I'm going a little against science, I, I, I do probably a way that nobody else does. I'm going to tell you my <laughs> personal ways. I run to the gym and I'm kind of too sweaty to, to do a cryo. So then I'll lift, which sounds kind of crazy that I'm kind of, it's a, a less sweaty from, from lifting, <laughs> but then I'll towel off and everything and I'll get in for my cryo and then I run home. And that run home, I mean, I feel like I'm running a clouds. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. When I've done cryo at the beginning of a workout for me, and maybe I'm aging out of being able to do this, but it takes me a long time to warm up. And so I just don't have that much time in my day. So for me, it's yeah. kind of been this interesting kind of in the middle of the workout. And, and, and I think the biggest thing for me to take away is there's, there's things that science will say is like, Hey, this is the way to do it. The protocols, but test it out. Yeah. Every body, every, every buddy, that body, whatever, every, every it's, it's different in the way they're going to react to this. And you find out what works best for you. For me, it's kind of been this mid workout thing. And I just, I, I love it. And I still feel like, I know I'm still getting those dopamine increases and the adrenaline increases. And, and I can feel the difference. Like who would imagine that a run home at the end, even at the end of a leg day, mm -hmm. it's easier running home than it was running to the gym. Uh, and I just, I love that part of it. Yeah. It's fascinating for sure. Um, well, going back to the electric cryotherapy, yes. one of the other things that I want to just mention is you talked about experience and that is one of the benefits too, of that particular type of cryotherapy is that more than one person can be in there. So yeah. it can be kind of a great entry point for people who maybe want to buddy the first time they do it. I, so it's so funny you say that because I, I've seen, uh, that happen a lot and, and it is so much, you know, you know, where it happens a lot for us is our grand openings. Where people yeah. are like, this is my first experience and two people will go in and they're jumping up and down and kind of like, oh my gosh, we're doing this again. It's great for social media. You know, it's, it's really fun to have some of these videos and some of the, the different things that you can do with people going in for their first experience uh, with cryotherapy. That's great. The other thing that I've seen is sometimes there is, there's some hesitation. There's some nervousness about it. And coaches, a lot of times will get in with their client and just to kind of be there with them. Yeah. 
that first time. The other thing that I like about the electric is that you're in control. Meaning if it feels too cold, the door, you just push and you walk out and you're, you're, that's it. That's the end of your experience. With, with a gas, you do need to get someone to help you get out, right? Yeah. And so that, that can be one of the, the challenges. And, and I do like, um, and, and I do like the fact that it's, uh, you got a little space. And if I, when I'm in there myself, sometimes I might shadow box. Sometimes I'm doing a little bit of stretching. Uh, I've also done, and Rachel, I don't know if you try this. I've tried a, the, the cryo challenge. I've, I made this up. I don't know if it's actually a thing, <laughs> but to just go in there for the longest period of three and a half minutes and not move. Okay. I have not done that yet. Okay. So that's, so that's the challenge for you. If you can, you know, you pick your pose and then you gotta go three and a half minutes of, of no movement. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to give it a shot. We'll see. <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> I always am jumping up and down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I actually gotten to where I can kind of, you know, again, it's just sort of like that, that mental fortitude part of it. I've kind of get to where I'm calling myself and, and um, I've tested this and I know like, I'm making sure it's dry and then, but I actually still keep my heart rate chest monitor on. And I watch mm-hmm. how I also, I set goals for myself for how low can I get my heart rate while I'm in, while I'm in, okay. I've gotten down below 30% of my max while I'm in the uh, chamber. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, any other tips or keys to success you could share regarding offering recovery, whether it's cryotherapy or just the overall, um, all of the recovery offerings out there? You know, the Rachel, the biggest tip is that you've got to have the whole team bought in. And so everybody, everybody in your club, from kids club attendant to maintenance and janitors, sales, front desk, everybody has to experience what you've got going in there. Cause you need everybody to be able to speak to the benefits of it. Cause people are going to have questions and they're going to ask whomever they come in contact with about recovery and about their, and, and being able to speak to it from experience, even if it's just a one-time experience and a little bit of education, we, we do our, you know, the people, the coaches and the team that's working recovery really has a good understanding of, of the products but everybody having some element of understanding is really, really important. So I would just say, you know, if this is something you're considering, really make sure that you're getting your whole team educated and ideally excited um, about, about the fact that you're adding these, these new elements in. And, um, and again, I, you know, the, the, nobody, no, I haven't found anybody who's like afraid to do hydro. Nobody's afraid to do normal yeah. tech. It's usually about that cold. People don't like to be cold. Um, until, and, and again, and it's, it's okay. What you, again, I just let people know, Hey, can you do it for a minute? Yeah. Put like the one minute challenge. Can you let, let them at least go for that? Cause it's, and it just sort of challenges yourself to, to see, can I stay can, what does it feel like? Can I be able to talk to people about what this was like? And I just think that's really, really important as far yeah. as it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is fun. Like when you do it, like, even though it's hard, um, I think people kind of get addicted to like, you were kind of saying that, like I, I was able to stick it out. Um, so I think if you can just get them to try it once, you'd be surprised at how um, more frequently they'd want to do it again. It's that, it's that post, right. Going through that, that is feeling so good. And I'll tell you what, for the days that I don't get to the gym, I, I love the cryotherapy so much that if I'm not in the gym, I actually have now changed from doing cold showers in the morning. That's my new protocol. Nice. <laughs> I, I love, I love that feeling of the cold so much, but, and I can't remember where this quote came from, but I, but I now love it, especially, and I think about it with cryotherapy and stuff, but the saying was, if you do things that are hard, life is easy. And yeah. if you do things that are easy, life is hard. 
And so I'm, I'm like, okay, well, I want, I want to have life easy. So I'm going to do hard things. And, and uh, I, I, I'm a believer. In it. I think that that really actually is true. If I've done things in my regular life that feel hard when other stuff comes up in work or family, or whatever, it, it doesn't feel so hard to deal with. Yeah. Great advice, Derek. Um, well, I want to change gears and just ask a couple personal questions if that's yeah. all right. Sure, of um, course. <laughs> what's something people in the industry would be surprised to know about you? Well, um, maybe the fact that I've been in the industry 28 years. A lot of people don't know that I started when I was five years old, though. So that's crazy. No, that's not. That's not true. <laughs> um, but uh, and I've been I've been with nine different brands. Yeah. So you know, I started with Gold's Gym in Hawaii, um, and then went to 24 Hour Fitness. And then through New Evolution Ventures with Mark Mastrov and Jim Rowley and, and Mike Feeney, uh, we worked on several different brands from Crunch, Steve Nash Fitness World, A-Rod Energy Fitness in Mexico, Energy Fitness in Chile, uh, Hard Candy with Madonna in Australia, um, U.S. Fitness in uh, the East Coast in D.C. And then, of course, you know, uh, getting with uh, USC Gym and now it's kind of USC Fit and class by USC Gym. So I've, I've had... Uh, just a blast with a lot of different brands, but, but, you know, where I've been able to end up with being focused on just USC gym, it's the one brand that I've worked on in my career that we started from an idea. Yeah. And I, and, you know, and, and uh, you know, I'm an empty nester now. I got both my kids are, are out of the house. And so USC gym this year is turning 13. So I, I I'm kind of looking at like USC gym as my third kid and yeah. now it's a teenager. And so I get to really focus my attention on that. So I, I just, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Um, and then with some of the international brands that you worked for, did you get, to, have you gotten to travel around the world quite a bit? So, you know, I, I did, uh, with some travel with our brands, uh, Australia in particular, Mexico, Canada, but I also got to travel quite a bit when I was the chairman of URSA. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I got to be keynote speaker at, uh, URSA Europe, which was in uh, London, um, keynote speaker when I was in Sao Paulo, Brazil, and had Gustavo Borges, uh, be my, my chaperone. So he's, He's literally, he's my tallest friend in the world. He's six, nine. So we make an really? awesome, awesome pairing. And then I got to, uh, <laughs> I got to speak in Tokyo and I got to speak in Shanghai. Wow. Yeah. That's so so cool. I, it's, it's been, I mean, fitness, I love it every day. I feel so fortunate every day that I get to get up and be in this industry. But the fact that I've been able to kind of go around the world and, and do some uh, public speaking about you know, to me, it's, I, I get to this point and, and Neil Spruce with Dot Fit and I talk about this a lot, but I think when, when you look at how much money is spent on medical expenses from life that are preventable from lifestyle choices, but in the U.S. it's 70%, right? So yeah. you're talking $2 trillion preventable medical expenses. We really feel, and I, I, it sounds like you're on a soapbox, but I think it's real that we really can save the world through fitness. And, and that's how I feel. And, I, and what I love about with USC Gym is getting to have kids at age six be able to come in and we get to influence and kind of help them find their joy of movement. Maybe it's a joy of martial arts or fitness or whatever it is. But just that that for me is what what gets me fired up to get out of bed is knowing that that we can really have impact on kids lives. But the other thing that's great is what you'll see sometimes when those six year olds come in and maybe the parents were just watching on the bleachers, kind of you know watching the class again. And I find them start looking around and they go, you know what? A lot of the people out here are kind, of, are kind of like me. You know what? I think I'm going to start doing this. And when you see that you've impacted a whole family, um, that's, that's what it's all about. Right. So yeah. that, I just, I love that. It's special. And it's something that our industry really um, does. That's unique. Not all industries can say they make such an impact. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, last but not least, what's something that made you smile recently? So, you know, I talked about my two kids being uh, uh, out of the house. So my daughter just recently got a job. Uh, she's a bioengineer. She fell far from the tree. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and uh, she's a bioengineer, got a job up in the Bay Area. But, you know, she was and she got her first apartment and uh, she was showing me where it was in the map. And I, and I said, that looks so familiar. Well, turns out it's across the street from where I stay at my hotel when I go visit USC Gym Sunnyvale. Are you serious? So, yeah. So, so I, I was at, just up in the Bay Area and she met me after her work and I introduced her. So she's going to become a member at UFC Gym Sunnyvale. And I introduced her to the whole team. They were awesome to her, helping her find all the new, you know, fun things for, you know, people in their young 20s to, to go and do in Sunnyvale. She came with me to go check out our new San Jose location. That's got our largest recovery space that we've ever done in any club. And so this, it was really, really fun having her go through that experience with me. So that was with my daughter. And then my son, even though he's, I'm MTS, he's home for the summer. Yeah. And he and I, always, like last year, we did our first triathlon together. The year before that, we went skydiving for the first time together. So this year, our, our thing to do together is Spartan Race. Okay, so that that put a huge smile on face. We have that, that we can kind of share that and and uh, the training together, the event together. It just that, that puts a huge smile on my face. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, there's nothing more special than getting to share a passion with your kids. Absolutely. And, and, and then, and, and they're having such success. She's a bioengineer. He's a computer science major at Cal. I'm like, I, I don't know where these kids came from, but I'm super <laughs> <proud>. <laughs> awesome. Well, Derek, this has been great. I really appreciate your time and talking to you. I always enjoy it. Always a pleasure to talk with you, Rachel. So, and, and, uh, um, also I know I've got, I'm just talking with Shauna. She's right next door to me here and, and Donnie, and they're super excited to come out to the event you have going on there too. Yeah. So, I know we're going to have uh, some great UFC gym representation over at the uh, Club Solutions event. Yes. Thank you for recommending them to attend. I'm excited to meet them. Yes. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Derek. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. And that wraps up this episode of the Club Solutions Magazine podcast. Thank you for listening. And if there are future topics you'd like me to cover in upcoming episodes, please let me know at rachel at clubsolutionsmagazine.com.